Cinnamon Vino is brought to you by BarkBox. BarkBox is a great way to spoil your pet at an affordable price. Sign up, and every month you'll get a fresh box of treats and chew toys, all specifically matched to your dog's size, weight, and health. Go to www.barkbox.com slash to get one month of free goodies on a multi-linked plan. That's $35 worth of presents for your pup just for signing up at www.barkbox.com slash Cinemavino. It's good to have you guys back with us. It's good to, good to be back. Hello. The summer of chaos continues. Um, we got Travis Bud. What up? Taylor Owens. Hey. Sean Jordan. Sup? My name is Todd. And it's good to have you guys here. Um, so we're continuing with another one of Taylor Owens' picks, The Negotiator. Yeah. Uh, 1998 film. And so all of our booze were picking from a random, like, spin the wheel kind of a thing. I literally go into a liquor store, and I type in everything I see around me, and then we just spin the wheel, and whatever picks is whatever we drink. Uh, for this one, we got an expensive red. So I picked out um, Saddleback Cellars. This is the Rancher Red from Napa Valley. Um, this is actually a – it's kind of a red blend. It's ma- mainly Cabernet. I was going to say, what what grape is a Rancher Red? <laughs> <laughs> this is primarily Cabernet. Um, it's a little bit Bordeaux-ish in its blend. Kind Juicy. Of sort of, it is. Um, oh, let me put it in my mouth. Yeah. Put it in your nose first. This is 83% Cab, uh, 11% Terraldego, which is an Italian red, 3% Petit Syrah, 3% Red Zen. Mm. So Terraldego is an Italian Tarledego. red grape. Uh, it is a distant relative. It's kind of a cousin to Syrah, so it does have some characteristics like Syrah. Bold, uh, dried fruit, kind of currant, uh, dried berry flavors. Um, fruity but not sweet. It's bold. It's big. Um, it's on the drier side. Uh, to me, it also has a little bit of smokiness to it. It adds a little bit of a smoky texture to wine. Uh, it is on standalone. I've never had a standalone version of this grape, but they say it can be very smoky and... and Tobacco-y, which reminds me a little bit of a South African pinotage. Where would you typically get that? I mean, I know you said it's an Italian. Yeah. But is it like southern Italy? I believe it's going to be northern Italy. Oh, no. I'm going to be in northern Italy. I'll, I'll look for it. There you go. Terrell right. Um, But yeah, this going to add, people will blend this. It'll add a little bit more of a smoky kind of tobacco-y, almost like tar edge to wine. Give it a little more of an edge, like a spicy kick. Uh, almost the same reason you put a Syrah with a cab, you know, just to give it that extra like little spicy peppery kick to it um but yeah this is about a 45 dollar bottle of wine uh it'd be go great with a big nice like a bone and ribeye why are you wasting 45 dollars on me that's what the wheel picked man that's what i go i'm you're gonna get what you want we are (laughs) you don't need to use 45 (laughs) dollars um this is one that i wanted to try for a while i've kind of seen on the shelf over the years i've never really gotten it but it's it's kind of grab. I know Saddleback's a great vineyard. This is a 2018. I would have gone for like a 2017. <laughs> no. and, and why is that? Well, it's because aged one more year, isn't it? It's like a, a Spinal Tap, just one more. <laughs> it's it's an extra push off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, philosophically, Napa is typically more expensive, right? But yeah. you could yeah. usually get comparable stuff from Willamette Valley and you know some of the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, California valleys. I would say something like this would be difficult to find in Willamette Valley just because they're more the Pinot. They, they do kind of a lighter red. You might be able to find something with this much body, but 
somewhere like Napa or Sonoma, you, you're going to have to look for something this big and bold and just ripe and juicy. Um, but yeah, it's a great wine. I mean, juicy. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely full. It's juicy. <laughs> juicy. <laughs> mm. Travis, you need you need a pair of pants that got the juicy on the back on those buds. <laughs> juicy couture? Juicy. Exactly. Hold um, on. I didn't see Sean's shorts that he was wearing today. These are nice. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit above the knee, but not like super slutty. They're just enough where you're like, man, those could be sluttier. Yeah. Well, Here's the, you, you, the thing is, stop talking. The thing is, you want to keep them wanting more. <laughs> And Sean is most definitely doing that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll put some links to Sean Short. Here's the thing. I'm five foot six. And like, a, if I go a nine inch, which is typically like for a normal human being, a nine inch inseam is like a just above the knee, you know, normal short. If I go nine inch, it's below the knee. I'm looking like real long. No, dude. I got to go seven or lower. Just get some blades, man. And some more blades is, and just start blading. I've been saying that for years. above the oh. knee, but I start looking slutty once I get up from the chair. It's like, man, I'm riding up, you know? I was going to say, I want you in some seven inches, but if those are sevens, these are sevens. I'd, I'd go for fives. I'll show you a five. <laughs> yeah. If those are wrong, I don't want to be right. Show me five inches. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> will so you settle th- for four and a half? Absolutely. <laughs> I always do. Jesus. Okay. The Negotiator uh, was released July 29th, 1998. That was coming up on 25 years ago. God damn. Hey. So enjoy that little bit of history. Uh, it's a 140-minute uh, running time. Grossed $90 million against a $43 million budget. So it made a profit, but it was not a runaway success. Uh, features a, an ensemble cast including Samuel L. Jackson, Kevin Spacey, David Morse, Paul Giamatti, and J.T. Walsh. So Walsh, is, as we discussed, penultimate movie. Uh, he died in February 1998, and this film and Pleasantville, which was his last film, are both dedicated to his memory. And released posthumously. <laughs> Travis has not only been waiting... Posthumously? Bre- posthumously. He's been waiting to break that, that word out and give it a nice list. Well, we, we talked about it before. Posthumously. So we just, you know, mm-hmm. throw it back in there. Um, I love throwing it back. <laughs> the plot uh, focuses on Nanny Roman, played by uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who is a celebrated hostage negotiator, prides himself on bloodless resolutions to crisis situations. Uh, but things go sour in his life when his partner snoops around, you know, kind of uh, internal affairs, uh, departmental kind of things, and uncovers a ring of crooked cops. Partner gets murdered, and Danny gets framed for that murder. Uh, sensing his life is being slipped, slipping away and he's being railroaded, Danny uh, heads to police headquarters, takes hostages in a desperate attempt to, cover the, to discover the truth and clear his name. As part of his demands, Danny requests Chris Sabian, who's played by Kevin Spacey, who's a skilled negotiator from a completely different department, to come in and conduct the hostage negotiation. Basically, uh, Danny hopes to flip Chris to his side and start the dominoes falling towards getting himself exonerated. That's what I've got for notes. So... Uh, have, have you guys seen this? Have I you? had not seen this. Um, Several times. So, Tay, oh, yeah. obviously this is your pick. Yeah. Um, so, I want to start with Tay. This was, why did you pick yeah. this? What was your call? I don't remember. I thought I was saying <laughs> it earlier. I was like, I don't know why I picked these. It was just like, we think we were all just putting our films in. And I was like, what's a movie that I that I personally hadn't seen in a while Yeah. that I remember liking? I think that's where kind of 21 Grams came up. I was like, I haven't seen that movie in forever, mm-hmm. 20 years. Yeah. And this kind of fell in there. I'm like, man, I remember liking that film. Fuck it. I'm going to put that in there. Mm-hmm. Mainly just selfishly so I can watch it again. Yeah. Um, after watching it, 
I did wonder why I liked it so much at the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, not to say it was a bad film, but I was like, why was I so into this film? Yeah. And I think it was like kind of during 98. So like Samuel Jackson kind of era, starting with like Pulp Fiction and then moving into like even like Jackie Brown. It was Kevin like, Spacey. Peak and, era. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. And it's like two big name at the time, you know, it's mm -hmm. like when they, well, they, one wasn't diddling, the other one might have been diddling. But it was like, you know, watching it, it was like, Two big name actors, mm -hmm. uh, like and it, and it was good. I thought it was good acting. Samuel L. Jackson. What, what wow. year did Seven come out? Ninety five. Ninety five. So yeah, just like a couple of years after you know shooting it after that, mm -hmm. it was like. Uh, so I really can't give you a clear reason why. You're just in the mood for it. I was just in the mood. I was just like, oh yeah, I just want to do it. Mm -hmm. I just want to you know revisit the film. Yeah, yeah. And so coming back to it now, what do you think? <sighs> Ooh, the story. It reminded me so much of like something like The Rock. Mm -hmm. There was just so much to dissect in it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so we got, I mean, we're doing obviously spoilers here. Mm -hmm. It came out 25 years ago. Yeah. But it was like, okay, we got internal affairs. We got a frame. We got a new negotiator coming from outside. Uh, Samuel Jackson's too well, first, smart. First, you got the dumb negotiator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like Farley. It's, you're yeah, giving me Far Farley. Farley. Farley messed up the list. Let's get to eat him up. Yeah. Never <laughs> say no, Farley. Yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> did you get smacked on your ass? What, what, what did he say? It was like dress up as a girl. And get you get smacked on your ass. And it's like cheat on your wife. Yeah. Uh, dress up as a schoolgirl. Schoolgirl. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's just like th this film, literally, what do they call that? Like, you know, like you were just peeling a fucking onion. There was a layer upon layer, Shrek. which I don't remember hating, but I was just like, God damn, I forgot about this. Like, we're just talking. And first of all, I love the name Knee Bomb mm -hmm. or name, whatever you like. Knee Bomb. Yeah. It's like Knee Bomb. And Saving. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Saving. There's some good names in this film. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Knee Bomb was a fun name to yell. Yeah. But it was like, when, you know, when they're about to, early on, they're about to take out. You know, Samuel, you know, they had they had the shot, won't take the shot, take the shot. Palermo. Well, well that that bastard was in was in freaking the rock. Yeah. And he was he was a military guy. Mm -hmm. And all I could hear him was it was like, stand down, stand, stand down, Captain. He's like, take the shot, stand down. I'm like, oh my God, I'm watching The Rock. David Morris. Like, David Morris. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, all right. And so it just like I yeah. felt like after seeing so many movies. Watching this one, I feel like I was just seeing a lot of movies in one. Yeah. And I was like, man, we are just going to keep this film going. I, I did like the storyline. It did keep you intrigued. There were some action scenes, some of them that I was like, what the fuck? Um, I did. I don't know why. I <laughs> Towards the end. This was all for like four million dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, this was not. It was this, like two million. Yeah, yeah, it was something like yeah. and like I don't know why that of all things just made me fucking laugh. The stakes was like, are so incredible. It's like people are dying. Yeah, like we like. I mean, there was, there was cover ups. Mm -hmm. I was like, so let me get this straight. You split this two million, whatever it is, between the cost to the taxpayers. Yeah, alone. I mean, to how many people? Yeah, and it's like for a hundred for what. Eighty thousand or eight hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, come on now. Yeah. And I was like, but I do love a good floppy disk. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we got that in there. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's oh, yeah. peak ninety eight. I was like, I yeah. love that. <laughs> um, overall, this is a film that I don't know even if I would recommend. It was like, I don't know if I would. It was like, it just, I'm like, hey, it was a fun movie. If you liked that kind of like 90s, I mean, it, to me, I just keep going back to The Rock. Mm -hmm. And even like maybe the first Mission Impossible was kind of around that time. It was like, it is, it is an, it is an odd action film 
that has an underlying you know storyline that they're trying to tell. Yeah. And but I just don't get why we liked it so, or why I liked it so much <laughs> back then. And we saw it in theaters together, mm-hmm. and I think we just yeah. went because and like, we oh. liked it in theaters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah. and now watching it again, I'm like, I know I I get why I liked it, but I don't know why. And I mean. Like, I think about now, it's like if you could have the technology to program in AI, like make me a 90s action movie. Oh, that's this yeah. movie. This is it. it. Yeah. This yeah. is it. Yeah. It was like, I mean, how many times were they trying to get in that goddamn building? And every time there was a fuck up. And I'm like, man, this poor building. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it's like Nakatomi Tower. Yeah. I was yeah. Gonna yeah. Say, it was what this is. This is reverse die hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Reverse die hard. That, I was like, that's what is, I was going to say. Yeah. Like, my, my, my thing was going to be, this is deliciously 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you love it? It's just die exactly. hard. Exactly. Like, and that's the thing. I was like, watching it again, I was like, man, maybe I just need to watch it more like I've watched Die Hard. Yeah. I just need to keep watching it. But of course, the one thing we cannot leave out, <sighs> Sammy's hair. <laughs> God, oh, there was, there was were, orange. There, yeah, exactly. There, there were a few scenes where I was like, mm-hmm. did he he bleach his hair? And, it was, yeah. and there were other scenes where it was completely dark. It's and I was tan colored. This was, yeah, was, was 98. This would be it, like the best Bulls team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bulls. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just could not. There were some scenes where I was like, I can buy it. And then there were other times I was like, that is not right. And I love Tang. No, yeah, no. I know, yeah, it was just, that to me, of all the entire film, that thing just threw me off. Mm. There were a certain lighting, I'd be like, what the fuck is on his head? And I was like, and why would they even shoot it like? I'm like, God bless. He looked, he looked like he had my mom's hair, like poofy redhead. Yeah, it just, it just <laughs> like I saw the red yeah. pro. I was like, he needed a fade. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest. He needed a little bit of a fade, and I could have bought into that. Yeah. But it was just like a little mini fro. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, no. Well, uh, one thing that like I was telling them before you came in is uh, watching Secret Invasion now, they go back and they sort of like deep fake Samuel L. Jackson to 98-ish no. age. And having watched this, I'm like... He- he, he didn't look young as shit. Orange hair. Yeah, he was some orange hair in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what he had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he looked good. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, he looked. Yeah, I was like, damn. Yeah, he looked. It's like he's young as hell. Yeah, but uh, yeah, At this film I would probably give. I would probably say a goddamn. I don't want to say a seven and a half. I would say a seven and a half. In this film, only because yeah. I, I was going to say maybe maybe like an eight because I do remember just being so into it. But after watching it again, I was like, man. But the storyline was good. Fuck it. I don't know. I'm so like, just for a point of order. So you just gave 21 grams an eight. Yes. Right? Yeah. And you're giving this a 7.5, almost an eight. Yeah. Are these movies comparable in your mind? They're they just different eights. Yeah, just different genres. Different, different scales. flavors. Yeah. It's like different, different flavors. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, I mean. I like, like Pringles. I like Doritos. They're worlds apart, but damn it. They're just Yeah. It's like, I mean, because yeah. well, it's like, a, you know, every film I'd be like, yeah, of course, just like stylistically. I mean, 21 grams is just fucking impressive. I'm, I, I was just like, man, they just did something that no one else like had done at the time. It's kind of memento. Yeah. And this film is like, yeah, this is just another 90s like a action film. Popcorn movie. It was like, mm-hmm. and they did it pretty damn well. How many yeah. times you say, like, what watch is, number is this for you? Would you guesstimate? Maybe four or five. Four or five? Yeah. Similar. No. I think this is eight or nine for me. Maybe damn. ten. Wow. So quite a few times. Yeah. Well, sometimes I watch it when it's on TV, like with commercials, just for, you know. Is this a John Blood movie? Is this a movie that he loves? Uh, I don't know. I, I think so. I think he had it on DVD, and I was looking for it. Mm-hmm. We couldn't find it. But. Um, but to your point about ratings, it's like I think about Roger Ebert. Somebody He he would always get those mailback questions of how can you explain how you gave this movie four stars and then that movie four stars. Do you think they're equals? And he explained, like, okay, if I give Batman Begins four stars, which he did, and then I give Casino four stars. I'm not saying they're equal movies. I'm comparing Batman Begins four stars 
is put it on the scale of where I give Batman Forever a star and a half. That means I think this is that much better than Batman Forever. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm giving Casino four stars. That means watch some crappy gangster movie. This is my, this is the four star, you know, so different scales. Yeah. Well, and what, like, and I, I would need to give two ratings. Well, and I wouldn't even watch 21 grams again. Mm-hmm. I watched, I would probably watch, you know, if, if you tell me, hey, what do you want to watch? Oh, but you gave him 21 grams. I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that mental capacity to actually, you know, put myself through that again. <laughs> but I was like, but yeah, I, it, I would even say an eight, but I'm like, man, there were just a few times where I was like, fuck. Yeah. But it still is, I don't know why. It's still just a, a well-done film. And I still can't really explain why I liked it. Mm-hmm. I really can't. Yeah. And you don't no. always have to. No. There's no rules. Just right. Just rules. <laughs> Rubbing is racing. Um, the Travi. So uh, I would give this an 8.5 with a nostalgia bump. I mean, it's probably 7.5. Yeah. But for me, I just love watching it over and over again. I mean, like I said, I've watched it. In theaters, we watched it, mm-hmm. and I think I bought it on DVD. I've watched it two or three times then. I think I've seen it another two or three times on TV, and then this time. I, I'm i approaching maybe ten watches, I, th- I think. Yeah. But, yeah, watching it again, it's just, like I said, deliciously 90s, and it is a re- uh, reverse diehard where he's in there, and the cops know. They're just trying to get him out, just the one guy. Mm-hmm. Um Paul Giamatti's in this. Yes. Like, way too good of an actor Young for Paul this Giamatti. small mm-hmm. role. Um, he's way too good for the freaking whatever commercials he's on. Playing Horizon? No. Way too good. That's hey, hey. <laughs> leave me out of this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and, and obviously, Kevin Spacey, uh, Diddlesaurus Rex, notwithstanding, great actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, fresh off of uh, Usual Suspects, old... Uh, Sammy Jackson, fresh off of uh, Jackie Brown, yeah. and obviously Pulp Fiction, all those before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, this was really marketed as a, a head-to-head, like Spacey versus Jackson, all this. Like, you're like, oh, shit. Basically, where they used to, in the 90s, they'd be like, all right, this guy's going to be the bad guy, and this actor's going to be the good guy. You're going to watch him fight. Like, uh, what's another? Oh, fucking. Demolition uh, Man. Yeah, Demolition Man. Um, Face Off. Mm-hmm. Yep. With... Uh, Travolta and uh, and Nick Cage, mm-hmm. and to a lesser extent, Broken Arrow, <laughs> Christian <laughs> Slater, Christian Slater, and uh, and John Travolta, mm-hmm. just all those. So it was in the same vein of that, and then it was, I don't know, just good acting, interesting story, just uh, you know, hopping around like you know, subverting expectations here and there, and then uh, this watch around, I noticed, which again I've seen this several times before, a blatant. Uh, homage to a um, Spider-Man issue from that they've also had in what Spider-Man Two, which was Spider-Man No More walking away from his uh, in the foreground the trash can and his mask and Peter Parker walking when Sam Jackson is running to Kevin Spacey's car and he throws the gas mask in. It's exactly the same. Like I wish I had the, the screenshot, but the gas mask is pointing out through the the trash can as he's running away. And I was like. Holy shit. That's the last uh, page of whatever Spider-Man No More. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man number 50. I'm a fucking nerd. But that is a deep cut. I yeah. it was. But it's also been put in film. I should have looked that up instead. Toby Maguire like running away crying from mm. his mask. <laughs> so long story short, I'm a nerd. That's the Amazing Spider-Man number 50 him walking away. But um yeah, I just uh I love the movie. I don't know why. Much like Taylor, I've just I've seen it several times. I like it. I like it when Sammy Jackson 
yells. I want yes. him to yell at me. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be super hot. Yes, you hope they die, and I hope they burn in hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just like to see him angry and mad and yelling, because he does all three just delightfully well. So, eight, five? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a 7.5, but for me personally, Nostalgia Bump, it's an 8.5. Yeah. So I take, love it. Did you have any kind of Nostalgia Bump for it? <sighs> I think that was my nostalgia bump. Yeah, and maybe bump I just wasn't. An maybe I just wasn't in the mood. Yeah, like eight was like maybe I wasn't in the mood for it. But I, because like I really just can't remember why I love this film so much. Because watching it again, I'm like, why did I like it? Mm-hmm. But I did like watching it again. It's kind of like watching The Rock. Yeah, and it was like I know exactly what's going to happen, but for some reason I just look at it. and I'm like, I fucking love this film. It's comfortable. It was, yeah, it's comfortable. Like this one, and maybe it's like I just love things that, even though they're action. Somehow, some way, you still have to fucking pay attention. Yeah. And it was like, because there is, it's like, you know, you got to pay attention to dialogue. It's like, what is it? It's like, mm-hmm. what is on any bomb's computer? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on? Like, did he actually shoot that guy? Yeah. There's um, the only comparison I can kind of give to this film, which I actually really, really like, was it uh, Spike Lee's Inside Man? Yeah. With uh, Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that one. And it was like, it was kind of a film where. Jody, Jody Foster? Yeah. Jody yeah. Foster, yeah. And um, uh, Clive, Clive Owen, Owen yeah. So you had. It wasn't an action. It wasn't really an action film. I mean, there was action to it, mm-hmm. but it was like you just had to pay attention. But there was still enough action. I wouldn't even call it an action movie, but there was still enough going on. I mean, guys robbing a bank. Excellent yeah. score. And, yeah, and it was, and so it's like you just were in. You just were in it. Mm-hmm. This one was kind of the same way. It's like you had the action film, but there was actually a legitimate storyline for only four four million dollars or two million dollars. But so. I feel like in a way it was like it was a really good in depth screenplay. But the yeah. execution of it kind of cheapened it a little bit. No. Like the execution of it was a little bit like made it a little more pulpy, a little bit more action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was casting or if it was directing, but like the screenplay itself, great story. Like very solid, yeah. like intricacies, good, like um, slow, like kind of had like the Chekhov's gun thing where it's like you plant an idea in the first act, bring it back in the third act, becomes yeah. very yeah. prevalent. Are you talking about negotiator or inside man? Negotiator. Negotiator. Yeah. 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 So but you hadn't seen it before. I had not seen it before. This yeah. this is my first time. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I, like I said, it was kind of a reverse diehard. So it was kind yeah. of a. I never even thought about that way. Yeah, it, it was really just is. sort yeah, of like yeah. a popcorny. Like I can watch this and just not turn my mind off, but like just enjoy it. Yeah. Like it was kind of like, um, like I would say Heat is probably one of the best like action movies because mm-hmm. it's kind of heisty. You kind of see yeah. both sides of the story. This is kind of like along those lines, like you get a lot of like the the depth of character, mm-hmm. which you don't get out of a lot of action movies, and yeah. like you kind of get to see it slowly unwrap. It is like like you said, peeling an onion yeah. the entire time. Um, I enjoyed it. I I don't know why I'd never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this was a big movie that for some reason flew under my radar for the past twenty five years, yeah. but uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought uh, young Samuel L. Jackson was great. Uh, it I feel like the casting. Was like a bunch of dudes that yep. love like action. Clive Barker, or like not Clive Barker. Um, uh, what's the what's the guy who does all the, like the war movies? Tom, Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. I feel like yeah. this was all they, the casting director was just oh. like find me all the white dudes who love Tom. I was, Clancy. I was saying, yeah. like JT Walsh. Like that's. That's his character. Like he just fits that character so well. Oh, it was perfectly. like, yeah, yeah. it's like the suit who knows too much. It was like, it, 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 he was in a movie. I, I looked it up real quick. He, I forgot he was in Blue Chips, which we just talked about. So we need to watch movies. that. And his name in there was Happy because he was a booster that gave you know. And it was just like that is that he, that's him. Yeah, that is the character he played. He plays it so well. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, the the guy, the mustache guy, who's like the bad cop, who turned out being a good cop the whole time. Yeah. Oh, Morse, the tall dude. David yeah. Morse, yeah. Uh, so I actually, I was looking when I was watching this movie. I went back and watched. I was like trying to find where I had seen him and so much stuff that I wanted to go back and see like what he's been in recently. And I saw that he was in Treme, the HBO series, and that's why I'm now going back and watching Treme. But um, you know, he's he's been in a ton oh, of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The but, Green Mile, and then like his uh, partner who got shot at the beginning is like, the guy from CSI. Mm-hmm. Yep. The the bad chief who was a hostage early on and ended up being the big bad guy. Lost. Also from CSI. Yeah. Like Lost. I feel like this is kind of like a, a His, Jerry Bruckheimer like casting couch. Well, and then the other guy was in The, the Rock. Mm-hmm. The guy the, under the chief. Womack. Yeah, Womack. I should have known. And Leo McGarry in in West West Wing. Wing. I feel like this is just like a who's who of like dudes who are cast as cops. 100%. Yeah. Oh, and it's the AI thing of like, we need a sleazeball in the computers like JT Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. We need a weird secretary. It's like that actress who plays the secretary. Oh, yeah. It's like we need a, a quirky we need hostage. A, a quirky what TV show Paul was she? Giamatti. But what TV show was she in? Her, her name is Siobhan. She was on SNL, I believe, for a season. Or yeah, two. that was. Yeah, she did some SNL. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, I thought she was in like a TV she's, show. She's, she's one of those faces. And you know, the the movie's popular. It's like oh I yeah, know that person. Oh, uh, and she was the wife in Men, Men in Black, Black. Mm-hmm. With, with Edgar. The, oh, Edgar's that's wearing right. an Edgar suit. Yeah, sugar. Um, but yeah, she she all the people just show up in tons of yeah. movies. So it definitely has that going for it, where you like you spend the half the movie like, what else have I seen? Where have I seen yeah. them? Yeah, it's just loaded with character actors. I, I I think, like I said, like that kind of sets the tone of the movie, but it also kind of takes away from the screenplay a little bit. Like, yeah. if this screenplay was made with a bunch of no name actors, yeah. huh. I feel yeah. like it's a totally different movie. Yeah, but with the casting that it is, you kind of know who everybody is, and they sort of have a reputation. You have expectations. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like that kind of changes the tone of the movie. But it is it, it is kind of crazy to think about. You're talking about the, the movies that they've been in leading up to this, but Samuel L. Jackson four years earlier had the one of the smallest um, smallest iconic roles of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So four years later, he is like headlining a movie. When was it with Kevin Spacey? Yeah. 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 But he was saying, "Hold on to your butts." Four years Wait, earlier, he was also but. in like Coming to America. I think mm-hmm. he was like the the guy holding up the McDonald's. Yeah. Or the the. Stand in McDonald's. He was in like right. ten seconds of Goodfellas. Like he gets like oh, yeah, blown he gets, away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, just almost blinking, you'll miss him. Bunch of yep. little bit parts, and I think one of the biggest ones that started anyway was Coming to America, and then Jurassic Park, and then yeah. I mean, yeah. it went. Pulp Fiction was huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jules Winfield. Mm-hmm. My man in Inglewood. <laughs> uh, what's your score? Uh, I'd give this. I'd give it an eight. Mm-hmm. I, nice. I, like you said, it kind of, it just is a, a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good movie. Would like you watch this again within two years? I would watch this again within yeah. two years. And that's, yeah. and that's the thing. I was like, I would definitely watch this again. And that's, I, I think I just forgot about the film. I said yeah. we were just trying to pick my brain of like, what I, films have I not I'm, seen? Like I said, I'm amazed that this flew under my radar for so long. Like, no. How have I not seen this for 25 years? Um, I would say you guys, I mean, I, I really liked it when it came out. I saw it in the theater too. Yeah. I actually saw it with our buddy Mitch and a couple other guys from Mitchell, mm-hmm. and kind of the same deal. I mean, it's like it's got that nostalgia, of like going to see movies back in the day. You know, right when AMC Twenty opened up. Oh yeah, over here, not too far from where we are. Just when there's blood, guns, and maybe one cuss word, mm-hmm. maybe a nipple. Yeah, good stuff. Poop. Um, but I think I mean maybe it's my mood. I liked it less this time. It was like to me, it's one of those movies where it's like. You really have to suspend disbelief to really go with all of like the coincidences and everything oh, yeah. working out exactly yeah. like it does. You know, to me, um, 
Samuel Jackson's character has one of those plans where it's like everything has to fall just the right way, yep. or he's going away for life or getting shot. I mean, it's like, oh my god, how would how oh. did he not go to jail yeah. at the end of this yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, man, he set this building on fire. Yeah, yeah. he straight up assaulted somebody in their home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it really requires you to go with a lot of it and just kind of put away disbelief. Yeah, so, and and maybe that was more difficult for me now than it was back as a teenager watching it the first time. Yeah, did Spacey ever get? to go on his like uh, ski, ski trip? trip? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think so. I, I need to see the end of that. I can resolution on that. Also, I would have shown that daughter the fucking people's elbow. You get off the fucking phone <laughs> I tell you to. <laughs> yeah. Tra- Travis does not have children out there. Yeah. So uh, people's elbow. elbow. Well, they won't let me. Also, what are the chances <laughs> of Chicago employing two like comparably very talented hostage negotiators. negotiators. Yeah. How often does completely that come up? different parts of the who, yeah. who does the title refer to? Yeah. The negotiator. Ooh. Ooh. It's not the negotiators. <laughs> it's like, that's like, that's Wayne's basement. Yeah. That's not Wayne. This is kind of like the title, The Last Jedi, when it got translated in Spanish. There was a lot of conjecture about like, is Jedi plural, plural or is it singular? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because oh. in the, the Spanish title, they had to, you have Los or L. Yeah. You know, fuck the last Jedi or the last Jedi plural. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> or did they use the, the Nesotros or the Vesotros for form? For I don't it? think they use proper. Okay. It's more Spain. Okay. We'll investigate that. We'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I enjoy, I mean, it's like, I love JT Walsh. I love all the supporting people that are in the movie. I mean, everybody that pops up. You know, to me, it's like, yes, it, it's a distraction. It was almost kind of a fun distraction to see all these, like, people assembled into one movie, all these 90s Absolutely, yeah. iconic character actors that are, like, I feel like every joint chiefs of staff in every movie, when they get, like, get, get me the president. They're, those are the generals oh, yeah. in the room. Oh, all yeah. these guys are that, you know. Spin the wheel. Get me the head of the guys. FBI. Yeah. <laughs> it's like these are all, like, the four-star generals that get called into every 90s movie. It's like <laughs> Which the, actor has a mustache right now? Give like, me a list. Like I said, yeah. this is the who's who of actors who yeah. could play in Tom Clancy movies. Yes. It's like it, it was kind of fun for that reason. Just get them all in one, uh, one, one movie. Um, but it's almost kind of a, a good, fun, like tidy little B movie, and it, it, I had I had fun watching it. I, for me, it's about six five. I would say it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you know, I, I would. I've, I've seen it many times. I probably watched it again at some point. Yeah. Did his uh, partner's like dead partner's wife. She never apologized. No, no, she, she got to the end of that. She I called was him like, an asshole. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. some bullshit. Um, but he yeah. was dirty all along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Dirty. People's elbow, but um, <laughs> so yeah, this has been another Cinema Vino. Yeah, uh, well, thank you guys very much for uh, coming along on this little ride. Did I say the Spider-Man thing? <laughs> you did, cool. and I can't help now thinking of what was it. And I accidentally said this the other night, the Friends episode. Where was it? Like, was it Phoebe says like Spider-Man? Like, is his, that's not his last name. It's not like you know Pete Spider-Man. Yeah, and there's a fucking hyphen, Spider-Man. But yeah, I definitely said Spider-Man accidentally. Right. So Spider-Man. <laughs> Um, Deflator Mouse. But uh, this is uh, Saddleback. Uh, The Saddleback Cellars Rancher's Red. Red blend, Cabernet based, nice, big, bold, dry red wine. About 45 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, It's sexy. Mm. If you're looking for a good, like, special occasion, birthday, anniversary wine for somebody who likes big, bold reds, this is the way to go. No negotiation on this one. This is mm-hmm. th- this is a clear buy. Yeah, definitely. It's 45, but it tastes like 42. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. No, that's no, not. That, yeah, like that, that, ex, that extra $3, though, tastes <laughs> like savings. 
Interesting. Okay. That, that's some weird <laughs> economics, but I'm going to go with it. No, guys, I'm just saying. Words. That's just wine <laughs> math. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, care if it makes sense. I just like talking. <laughs> uh, I'll post a link to that on the website. The math? That too. Yeah. We, 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 we will have a dissertation. We'll need yeah. some freaking Goodwill hunting math to make that work. Uh, <laughs> or beautiful mind. Yeah. It's 45, tastes like 42, but that's a good thing. Mm. <laughs> um, it tastes like 42 and you're saving $3? I don't know. <laughs> Guys, just make it work. This is a 42 out of 41 wine. Yeah. yeah. Can we cut? No, we're good. Leave um, it we got Taylor Owens. Yo. We got Travis Bud. Guys, I'm sorry. We got Travis. Travis. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's just Bud. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the sound was in the background. I, I think it was my cat thrown up. Yeah, that's a kid. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I rewind back. You guys put your ears to the speaker. You can hear a cat puking in the background. So. That's that's a hairball. Oh, it's cool. He's, he's it eating it back up. That sounds like a pig fainting. <laughs> <laughs> my, my God. <laughs> my name is Todd Walker. Great movies. Only drunker. I think I forgot to say that last time, but y'all are real sweet. So we'll keep that. this going. You can edit that. I think next time we've got... Uh, now, this is our last episode. We, <laughs> this is it. This is the last... We, we've peaked. We, yeah, this is it. I think next time we got like a Frankie Avalon movie or something. I don't remember what's coming up next. Uh, we peaked somewhere. We're, we're bottoming now. Yeah, we, we peaked with the freaking Homer at the Bat or whatever we watched back in the day. Oh, before we end, I would just like to say hello to Sean's parents, who I didn't get to see when they were in town last. Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed you. They did that on that purpose. Like Long time listener. Yeah, that I was know. Yeah, but it still hurts. Yeah. So, great movies, only drunker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we love you guys. Um, Can we end this episode? We will see you guys next time. Bye. Love you. Arrivederci. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. <laughs>